0: Just do it. Just don't think about it. Don't analyze it. Just make one small step, even if it's just not eating meat or dairy one time a day. Like just cut it out one time a day. And then as you progress, try two times a day. And don't add it to if you can't go cold turkey, cold tofu or cold Cold turkey. Tofurkey. Tofurkey. If you can't go cold turkey, try to just start with just one meal a day.
1: You were just listening to Rewitchism, an incredible patient of mine from my telemedicine practice. And today, you're going to learn about her journey from taking two to three blood pressure med- medications for the last 20 years, and how she was able to change her life in 27 days. And you know how she did it, eating a whole food plant-based diet. I'm Dr. Laurie Marbus, and I hope you love this conversation of transformation. And honestly, she is a spitfire and someone full of energy and just a lovely human. And we have a lot to learn from someone who took it, a challenge, someone who didn't even like vegetables and can literally turn her life around, including her palate, and is now having an amazing rewards of a life without medication, without the diagnosis of hypertension. So enjoy, everyone. Have a great day. Welcome to the Dr. Lori Marvis Podcast. The most amazing guest to see me today. I have a special place in my heart for Miss Rewa Chisholm. How are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm good. And I can't wait to share this story because it's it's really a personal story between you and me and how we met and what happened when you decided that you would try things that you'd never did before and what happened with blood pressure and all these amazing things but you have a really cool journey because you're just so delightful and energetic so let's start back from the beginning you want to yes. tell people how
0: we met yes absolutely so in may i was about four blood pressure pills left and i go to my doctor that i've been with for about 17 years and i get to the counter and i say hey i need to make an appointment i only have four pills left and they say oh you got new insurance we don't take that insurance anymore and I was like oh my goodness what am I gonna do I can't find a doctor that fast that's gonna be able to give me my meds so I remember that we have a doctor on demand app with my new job and my new insurance so I get home and I log in and I'm like oh let's see if this works and sure enough Dr. Myrus appears on my FaceTime screen, and I'm like, who sees a doctor on FaceTime? And so I do, apparently, because that's exactly what happened. And so as I was sharing what I was actually needing, blood pressure medicine, I said, well, you know, I really would like to get off of it. I've been on it for over 20 years, and so if there's any way, you know, I've lost some weight, I've changed my eating, is there any way that I can get off? And so here we are.
1: So that's I think that's the important note to remember too. You had been on blood pressure pills up to three in the beginning, right? Yes, for yeah. for twenty years.
0: Yes, yeah, a little over twenty years actually. Yep. Yeah.
1: So back on May second of two thousand eighteen. This year, you were on two pills when I saw you because you had run out, you said, of the others and just didn't bother to take them or fill them up.
0: (laughs) Because I was like, I had to go to the doctor so I wouldn't get another prescription. So I was like, oh, I'll just take the two that I have because the other one was really small. It was only five milligrams. And so I said, well, you know what? I'll just take those two. I showed up in FaceTime land and said, hey, I need... these two pills refilled. And you suggested something for me to try to see if it would work to get me off the pills. And that was being plant-based, no meat, no dairy. My response was, but dairy is the key to life.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Do you recall what you were thinking when this crazy doctor is like, you're going to try eating plants? What what was the original thought?
0: The original thought was my husband and I had just had a conversation the day before about me not eating meat. And because he doesn't eat beef or pork. And he was like, you shouldn't even be eating meat anyway. Um, You're learning all this stuff in the Bible. And it says that we shouldn't eat meat. And I was like, what? I didn't know that. And so then the next day I talked to you and I said, you know, my husband just mentioned, mentioned about not eating meat. And you said to me, um, well, God allowed him to plant the seed. And then he allowed you to give me the information.
1: Right. That's so cool. And you have multiple interesting intersections during your your journey was a little rough patch here and there.
0: Yeah, we, I, you know, <laughs> I had a little meat mirage. I had a meat sweat. Oh,
1: we're gonna, we're man. gonna go through that. This is some good stuff. So but the fun part is that you, you, you were so animated when you expressed your, your symptoms. Like when you would call back in and share, share what you were going through. I was like, this is so funny. Like yeah. you're just cracking me up because you're just. Like, you're just like, you don't understand. <laughs>
0: I'm like, I had a dream that I was eating meat. Like, <laughs> I cooked beans and I looked out in my bowl and I was like, oh, there's a piece of chicken in there. And my husband was like, you didn't put chicken in there. There's no chicken in there. I'm like, it's a meat mirage. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
1: I've never had a patient in seven years tell me they had meat mirages.
0: <laughs> I have. I'm
1: sorry. a we're gonna be a lot of giggles in this because this is pretty much all our appointments are. We, we <laughs> a few words and then we giggle. For it's hilarious when, <laughs> when we're talking. But let, let's go back to the beginning because I, I think it's important people understand. Can you tell us a little bit about how you were feeling? So you're on these two medications, yeah. and your weight
0: was. And it's still. I was. I started at one eighty when I met. Um, actually our initial appointment. And I lost 10 pounds because I was at 190 originally. And I changed my eating habits, started um, doing, um, I actually did a health shake one time. I did um, just uh, small meals and snacks in between and just making better choices and not frying anymore, doing more baking and roasting. So I changed those things automatically and I was doing portion control. So that helped me lose the 10 pounds. So when I got To you And I was like, okay, let's see what else I can do. And you suggested that. And so you didn't know this about me, but I am a researcher by nature. I have my PhD in curriculum and instruction. And so I did a bunch of research after you gave me all these websites. And I literally went on all of them. I read everything I could about being plant based. um, And I actually started keeping a journal. Mm-hmm. and so it just happens to be called prayer changes things and so I put plant-based blood pressure lower no medication no meat no dairy that was the first thing I wrote on there and I said okay this is what Dr. Barber said I needed to do I'm not really feeling this whole experience I'm not sure I can give up meat I'm, I am a carnivore by nature and I love meat and I don't know if I can do it and I kept thinking, the only way I can do this is with God's help. And so that's when I started this journal. And um, I actually start thinking about the lifestyle change and I started journaling that night saying, you know, if I'm going to do this, God, you have to help me because I can't do this on my own. I love bacon. Everything tastes better with butter. Like, what am I going to do? How am I going to change my life and really get healthy and not have to be on these meds? Because I was sluggish. I always felt full. I just felt uncomfortable. Couldn't get up the stairs, like no energy. And even with the changes that I had made, it still... I was still not feeling a hundred percent, which is what I was trying to get to. So just really, um, the whole process started. I talked to my husband, then I talked to you, did some research, got to church, I see a gentleman and he says, Hey, and I look at him. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, Jesus, look at your, what are you doing? Like you're, you're invisible. Like your body is going down. And he says, Oh, my blood pressure was really high and the doctor put me on a plant based." And I was like, I don't want to talk to you anymore. I, I don't want to talk to you. I Okay, great. I leave there. I go into another session. I'm talking to someone at a church and they're telling me about their blood pressure and how they had to change their eating. And I'm like, okay, God, I get it. I hear what you're saying. I need to get it together. So I go into the actual service and the scripture that they read says, if when you know better, you have to do better. And I was like, okay, I just did all this research. Okay, God, I get it. I need to get my life together. So I go home and I actually have the receipts. I go to my local grocery store where I had just purchased all of my dairy products, my milk and my cheese and my you know, you name it. I had it, it, my yogurt and everything because those were my snacks that I was having, the healthy snacks. And so I take it all and I put it in a bag and I go back to the store and I say, so apparently I have a sensitivity to dairy now and I would like to return all these things. And she was like, oh, a lot of people have it. Don't worry about it. She gives me all of my money back. I go to the grocery. I go into the aisles because I'm not supposed to walk down the middle. I'm on the perimeter and I get lots of fruits and lots of veggies and That's how it started. I actually came home and I went on the internet and I wrote down every single vegetable and fruit that the internet had, right? And then I highlighted the ones that I ate. So literally six things were highlighted on my list.
1: On the first day.
0: On the first day.
1: (laughs) Okay. Now we need to say that again. So you literally liked six vegetables. Six vegetables. (laughs) Six. You told
0: me... (laughs) He said, we can't don't call me vegan. Don't call and still don't call me vegan. My mom saw a lady in the store the other day with a vegan shirt. She took a picture and I was like, that's why I'm not vegan. I'm not concerned about any of those things on that list. I just need my blood pressure to be down. <laughs> no offense to the animals. I, I get it. I know it's not, you know. But death is death. Killing them inhumane or humane, it's still they're still dead. Like, no. So Jure, But
1: I will warn you as time goes on and you start learning about things, the animal component and the environmental component becomes just as important as some of the other health. That does happen to many people. I'm just just letting you, we had some major humps to get over just within the fact that you're going to eat vegetables. We'll move into the whole other stuff later. But I will tell you my own, journey has brought me to that point, which is fascinating because I didn't ever think about that either, but it'll happen.
0: Okay. All right. I'll I'll be ready. (laughs) Anything's possible. I'm eating spinach in my smoothie. Anything is possible.
1: Absolutely. (laughs) You're eating spinach. (laughs) I don't think people truly understand how, how, um, how did I show you this? Animated you are. Animated. You were about the true, like you really want me to eat more vegetables. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, this is really good. This is a good testimony of when you actually, you know, try foods, different things again and again, or if you had a thought, but open-minded, you were presently surprised by several vegetables.
0: You know, I started Brussels sprouts was like, Ooh, okay. I really like these. I didn't really think I like would like them. And I started asparagus and I ate it a few times, but it got crossed off the list like 2 weeks ago. So, <laughs> I like I tried stuff and then I try to cook it different ways, so I started reading a few different books and read, looking at different recipes and going online and looking at YouTube and trying to find different ways to make things and every time I would talk to you and you would say oh you're not you know don't use oil and I'd be like, "Well how do you cook without oil like and then you say, "Oh you use water or broth and I'm like ah. and then the next morning I would get an email from Forks over knives, saying how to cook without oil. Where I say, okay, God, I get it. Okay, okay, I I got it. So, and I've actually stopped using broth. I was I bought vegetable broth. I stopped using broth because of the sodium. Ah, do you ever make your own? I kind of did a little baby little blend puree kind of thing when I made beans, and so. Um, that worked out well. I put uh, carrots and celery and onions and bell peppers and I blended it in what was not a Vitamix, which I have now. It's just my regular old little blender thing. And I put it in and made the puree to put the beans in. And that worked really well. So
1: yeah. Good. Sometimes if you take like, um, like a soup or a chili and you mm-hmm. take about a quarter of it or a third and blend it and then put it back in, that'll make a nice thickener.
0: That oh, works really well.
1: Oh yeah. I'm telling you (laughs) so much more, but okay. So now let's go back to your story. Do you recall, I know in your journal, I mean, you guys, she explained this journal to me like the first day that she wrote it down. She goes, This is what I wrote yesterday when you wrote it. I mean, you showed me the vi- journal. I remember that vividly. And then you showed me all the vegetables. And I'm like, She only likes six vegetables. Right.
0: There are a lot more highlights. I'm trying. Yes. I try one new thing a week. And okay. so. What a great uh, idea. So I don't okay. overwhelm myself.
1: So tell us what your blood pressure was on the medications. Do you recall the
0: first day? I, do. I have them all right here. All right. So on May 6th, when I started the actual blood pressure, when I went and got the cuff and started doing it at home. It was 133 over 90.
1: And that was on two blood pressure pills?
0: That was on two blood pressure pills. Okay.
1: And do you recall, You can you tell us what those were? I'm sorry, what did you say? What was the blood pressure pills? What blood pressure pills? Oh, um, metroprolol... Metroprolol? And I don't
0: remember what that was. I,
1: I can't remember that. either. Was it
0: amlodipine? I think
1: yes, it was amlodipine. that's what it is. That was yeah, the- was, it was amlodipine. Yes. All right. And so this is what's interesting. So you're still in a, not as severe hypertensive as far as when it, the 133 over 90, but you had... Higher days, I'm sure. The one thirty three over ninety is still what we consider pre hypertension. Now that is on two meds. How high had it been previously? Because you were on three medications. Yeah, Do you right. recall yeah. going to your doctor, like yeah. what it, where it would range.
0: Like 156 over like 105, things like that um, were always like, that's how I ended up getting on it in the first place, because it was always that high. And then it got cut down to like maybe 140. And then after the third pill, it was like one. 30-ish, sometime one in the 120s every once in a while, but it usually lives around 130-something, in 130s.
1: So now that was on at three pills at one time. Yep. Wow. Okay. So you started at 180, and then you started eating vegetables. And yep. do you want to tell them how quickly you got off two meds that you've been on? Well, three, actually, because yeah. you did yourself. Yeah. And how many days did you get off these meds?
0: I was off by May 29th. I was oh. in shock that yeah, because we kept you were cutting them, so we cut them in half, and we cut them in fourths, and then by the time the end of the month, they were go. It kept going down, one twenties, one tens, and it was like, okay, it's done. And I'm like, well, wait, I, I, what do I do in the morning now? I don't, I don't have to take blood pressure. I'm like, and, and for about about two weeks, it was really weird. I would get in the car and I'd be like, oh my gosh, I forgot to take my blood pressure medicine. I'm like, ah, I don't have any blood pressure medicine. <laughs> so
1: in. Two decades of pills gone in twenty-seven days.
0: You got it. Isn't that crazy? It, it blew my mind. It still blows my mind to this day. Like when I tell people, because I'll talk to people and I'll be like, "So you know how you'll you'll see somebody on the internet or you're reading a book and they're telling you about how they changed their life and and I'm like, okay, it was it's me. You know me. Like I did that. And people see me and they're like, oh my gosh, like you lost so much weight. And I'm like, and I wasn't even trying to lose weight. I was trying to get off my blood pressure medicine, and I'm off. Like. Done. Like, no more pills. My blood pressure. It was, like, today, what was it? Uh, what was it? 118 over, where is that?
1: I'm looking at my paper. At 120 over 81 this morning. 120
0: over 81 this morning. 120 over 81 this morning. On oh, no I pills. On and no how morning.
1: many pounds have you lost completely total?
0: From 180 to 162. So
1: 18 pounds in four months off two pills.
0: <laughs> oh, yes. And every And my husband wants to know if I'm hungry. I'm not. Because that
1: has- I... Exactly. So share with us, what were some of the hurdles? Like what were some of the, you know, you know, the dips and valleys in your journey and how did you overcome them? Cause you have some unique things that you did.
0: Yeah. So I had to, first of all, figure out what I could eat. Right because I I had stopped eating the butter and all that kind of stuff. And I came to the conclusion that I would rather not have things than have fake things. So I'm not eating fake anything. If it's supposed to taste like something else, I already know what that tastes like and I like it and it's good. So I'm not eating something that's supposed to be it. So I had to go through that and figure out, you know, I don't want to eat that. So what I ended up trying to do is um, I would buy and organize everything because I'm kind of like a little OCD Slightly and a little bit of a planner. So all of those things kicked in and they were very helpful. So I would go to the grocery store and I would come back and I would prep everything and then I would cook for the entire week. And so every and just all kind of veggies, anything that I liked, I would make. And then i stir fry, became my new best friend. And I would, each time I make stir fry, I add something new. Like I added Napa cabbage this week that I'd never had before. And so now that gets in there. I had cauliflower or something that I didn't have before. That's now in there. So just like adding different things to make it more. And mushrooms and avocados seems to be like my staple. I can't, not have that in the house. It has to be in the house at all times because I can eat that with everything. And so I just really, I I prep everything, I measure everything still, which is something that I already did with the other foods that I was eating. So it just kind of transferred over into that so it wasn't a big deal. Um, So yeah, for me, it's all about prep. If I don't prep, I'm lost because I can't be out in the street trying to figure out something to eat because the only thing that's out to eat is stuff that's not healthy. And I don't want a salad everywhere I go. So... So what do
1: you take with you when you go somewhere?
0: So I always have, I started doing my own granola nut blend kind of thing. So I always have, um, like a trail mix, I guess you would call it. It has, uh, craisins and sunflower seeds, um, then they're all raw. So raw sunflower seeds, raw cashews, and raw almonds. And so I put them in a bag and I just shake them up. So I always have that in my bag. Um, I have granola bars, but I'm, I'm actually leaning towards making my own because I'm reading the labels of everything now. And so I'm like, oh, that's too much sugar in there. Oh, that's too much, you know, it's too much salt in that. I'm going to just go ahead and start making my own. So that's my goal this week is to actually start making my own granola and I have my own bar and bacon and everything. So I always have granola. I always have fruit um, and I usually have a peanut butter or almond butter an apple with the almond butter and carrots or celery with the uh, peanut butter so I always have a snack bag which I always had so this isn't anything that part isn't new for me because I always have snacks but my snacks changed mm-hmm.
1: very good so then what is your so what's a normal fair day for you so you're eating breakfast mm-hmm.
0: lunch, do I have breakfast what, what do you I have snack do? I have lunch, I have a snack, I have dinner, I have another snack. So, what usually happens is, so I just, oatmeal was introduced into my life about a year and a half ago. Never ate that before. So, now three days a week I'll have oatmeal. Um, Sometimes I'll have avocado toast. That's something new that I just started. And so, when I have avocado toast, I'll have a piece of fruit. When I have oatmeal, I just started adding uh, blueberries and almonds in my oatmeal. So, that's something new. So, that could be a breakfast. I'll have, sometimes I'll have honey note Cheerios with almond milk. Um, or I'll have a smoothie, which I just started putting spinach in. Thank you very much. That did not happen before. And if if you knew me, you know how much spinach was, like, not a friend of mine. Like, <laughs> not even the smell of spinach. Like, and I still have only eaten it cooked once, but I'm, it's coming. I'm, I'm bringing it. So it's not that I, I don't say I don't like things anymore. I say I don't like them yet. So it's coming, I just haven't
1: done it yet. So this is a perfect example of what I would call a growth mindset, right? Mm-hmm. So this is the yet. So it's kind of like when you have kids and they're tested and let's say they didn't do well, you say, well, you just don't know it yet, right? Or you haven't done this yet. It's not that you can't, it's just not yet. So that's a perfect example of a perfect, you a person that had an open mindset, a growth mindset saying, I can do this. It's not that I can't. It's just that I've chosen before, maybe not to or didn't know. And now I can. And then you took hold of it and you owned it and you made it your own and you've had great success.
0: And it's interesting because I remember the first week I spoke with you, you told me my exercise was to actually go to the grocery store and walk over to the greens and say, you are the foods that are healthy. You're the foods that are going to make me healthy. And you told me to just walk out of the store and not buy anything. Well, I had already cleaned out the house and taken everything out that wasn't supposed to be, but I did. And I still have to have those conversations with the food And I, because I really believe that half of my issue, they're halfway mental. It's a block of, oh my gosh, I didn't like that when I was a kid. All right. And I had a very limited palate when I was a kid because I was allergic to so many things. So I was never forced to eat anything because they never knew how my body would react. So So a lot of things that I say, oh, I don't like it. It was because I may have smelled it and I didn't like it or I ate ate with my eyes. So I would be like, I don't like the way that looks. I'm not eating that. Mm -hmm. And so my grandmother and my mom, they never made me eat it because they were like, oh, she might get sick from it. We're not going to do it. So now I really am having to introduce things to my palate and just, and even if I didn't like it before. Like really trying it because oatmeal and spinach and squash were the three things that if they came near me, I, I thought I was gonna vomit. So when the oatmeal stayed down, I was like, ooh, success, it stayed down. Oh, the spinach stayed down. Okay. So now let's see what I can do to actually not hate it. Like, okay, I can eat it. Like I'm never gonna I'm as of right now, I won't say never. I'm not saying like, ooh, I can't wait to eat, fill in the blank. But right you know, I'm learning how to eat different things. So like kale was introduced about three weeks ago into my diet and I was struggling with the bitterness of it. And so when I first made it, I made it with some sugar, just a little bit of sugar in it to try to like kind of curb the bitterness. And then I was talking to my mom and she said, Oh, remember your cousin used to put collard greens and kale together. And that was a really good combination. But well, when I did that, phenomenal it worked really well so I've been doing that and actually the other day I bought some new pots we won't even get into that but I actually put it in and I put it in without any water because that's especially you don't have to use water or oil with these pots um and I put it in I put garlic in it and I put um onions at the bottom and I wanted to put some corn on a whole corn of corn because there was a recipe on there for that but I didn't have that so I just put it in cooked it great it worked out just fine. So, like, mm-hmm. it just, like, really just trying to reintroduce your palate. And I've been reading a lot of different articles. And my mom will send me things when she reads because she's, like, she, they. everybody has joined the bandwagon in my family. Well, my husband, he's still in the protest a little bit, but he eats it. But they are, like, finding stuff, and they're sending it to me. And they're, like, oh, we well, read this. This is going to help you. And so everybody's been really supportive. Like, when I started, my husband was, like, okay, for a week, I'll do it, too. And so I haven't – I. I've only cooked meat twice since May 2nd like literally twice. And it was just like a surprise gift for him because I made stir fry. And every time I would make it, he would say, this would taste really good with some shrimp in it. Or this would taste really good with some <laughs> some chicken in it. So- Do you tell t- him,
1: you're the one that told me to stop eating meat.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so it's really funny because I've only cooked it twice. And it's, it's funny. It, he's He's been very supportive. Like anything I need, mm-hmm. he brings me fruit home, different fruits that I haven't had before so I can try them. And he'll say, hey, why don't you try this, this, this week and so it's been really just fabulous and my mom and my cousin they jumped on and they did it with me and my cousin's still doing it my mom she she's 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 sneaking back to shrimp and chicken every once in a while but um my cousin and I we've been doing really well so when we go out to eat we find different restaurants that have things other than salad on the menu that we can eat and so we'll have a conversation about oh you should try this or she'll try something new like she made a veggie burger from scratch and so she's like oh I'm gonna mix this this way and so let me send it to you and we send each other the recipes that we find so it's really good to have a support system too because if everybody around you is eating meat and you don't have any willpower like i i am a person who has the i don't want to say good willpower but i guess it is it's i have a good mindset of this is what i'm going to do and you're not going to stop me from doing it like today is labor day and i was waiting for my dad to call me and tell me all the ribs and chicken that he grilled because that's a normal conversation cause it's time to eat meat. That's what we do. And he called today and he was like, so I just called to check on you and see what you're doing. And I was like, you're not calling to tell me about all the ribs you made. He was like, Nope, I didn't even make any. I'm like, good. Yeah. It's interesting to see like he doesn't, they're not stopping altogether, but they're not doing it as much. And so just trying to see how it's working for
1: them. Yeah. Well, I mean, you just started this journey. So I mean, it's only been four months. So imagine in a year, two years, three years and the nice thing is you're super vocal about how excited you are and you're yeah. sharing that information. Oh, you got to tell us about that. um Wasn't it like you went to a picnic or a barbecue? I can't remember. Oh, you told me so many yes. stories. Oh you got to tell them now. And that's hilarious.
0: So I go to it. I just started the whole journey and I go over to a friend's house and we're having a little barbecue slash dinner and so when I walk in my friend's husband says oh Veronica told me that you're not eating meat anymore so I she brought some vegetables and I'm gonna stir fry them for you and I was like oh okay I said well can I watch because I don't know how to stir fry and he was like yeah I said well my doctor said I can't have oil and he was like well I don't know how to do oil without oil so let me just put a little bit in just to show you so he shows me how to do the stir fry. And he and I'm introducing new vegetables that I don't normally eat. I started eating a snow peas that night. So he puts all the stuff in. He stir fries it. And I'm sitting there. Great. Thank you. So everybody at the table is watching me eat my little plate of veggies. No chicken. Everybody's got their chicken and hot dogs and everything. I'm over there eating my little stir fry. minding out of my own business. And are you on a diet? No, I'm on a lifestyle change. I'm doing plant-based, no meat, no dairy. What? How can you do that? I Oh, my gosh. I can't. I'd never be able to do that. I'm not trying to make you do it. I'm just trying to get off my blood pressure medicine. So I'm eating somebody else. That's got to be really hard because, you know, bacon is like really good. I'm like, yeah, bacon is delicious and it makes everything better. And so does butter. Butter is really good, too. But because I'm, you know, trying not to die, I'm going to go ahead and eat my little plate. For like 45 minutes, everybody shared everything of why they couldn't do it, how they couldn't do it. And I said, guys, why are we talking about my food? Like, (laughs) eat your food. Like, leave me alone. It's okay. I said, my doctor told me because I had hereditary issues, I explained to her that I was hereditary, that I had blood pressure and heart problems and diabetes. I said, but she told me that the heredity is the gun and your lifestyle and your diet are the bullets and the trigger. And they're all gun owners, so they all were like, oh, my God.
1: Yep, so the all genetics right. loads the gun, lifestyle pulls the trigger. Yep.
0: So when I said that, then it was everybody looking at their plate, like, oh, okay, well, maybe you might be right. And I said, hey, I'm just eating my little veggies. Leave me alone. I'm not bothering anybody.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and like, he's like, y'all just pay attention to your, I'm just eating vegetables. Right. <laughs> so Isn't it interesting? It's become so entwined in our culture that, this is how you eat that you step outside of it and really eat healthy. And I mean, this is science driven. This is, I mean, it's really fascinating, isn't
0: it? I was at the grocery store and I had all my little stuff and I'm going through the, the lady looked at me. She said, wow, this is a really healthy basket. And I was like, yeah, you know, I'm trying to do this new lifestyle change and I'm doing plant-based, no meat, no dairy. She's like, wow, well, good luck to you. This is great. Look at all the good stuff in your basket. I'm like, thanks. So people notice it. Like, and people say things about it. Um, it's interesting the dialogue that happens because of it. So every time I say it, like I told Dr. Marvis not to call me a vegan because I that's I'm a plant-based, no meat, no dairy. I know that's the definition, whatever. So every time I say it, oh, people will be like, oh. And they'll like and one guy was like, but you have a leather purse. I was like, dude, I just told you it was because of my blood pressure. Like, leave my lifestyle outside of this alone. Like, mm-hmm. it really is for me right now. And I'm not saying later on it won't be. Right, right, but right. right now, it really is about my blood pressure. And the weight loss has just been, like, a side benefit because I'm always trying to lose weight. Like what I was actually able to put on a size 10. I haven't had on a size 10 since 1998. It is 2018. Thank you very much.
1: So in 20 years, (laughs) you haven't been this late in 20 years.
0: (laughs) Yes. and I'm Like I feel like I can go up the stairs. Now I wake up with the chickens and I even though I don't eat chickens or their eggs. I'm waking up with the chickens, but I have like 1045. My body is like, it's time to go to bed, girl. You got to go to sleep. So I'm getting, it, yeah, it's time to go to bed, and it's good.
1: Has the quality of your sleep changed?
0: Uh, I, I was a really good sleeper before, so that okay. like has it impacted. But I get really irritated when my sleep is interrupted, and I mm-hmm. think that probably was a trait I had before. But I, it just I feel like I'm everything is highlighted for me. Like all my senses are very high now, mm-hmm. and I feel like I can. I'm attuned. My body is attuned to everything. Mm-hmm. It's it? The noise. It's attuned to taste. I hadn't been eating anything sweet. I only use honey in my oatmeal. And I had a I go to a health food grocery store and I'm like, oh, look, these are some fruit popsicles. I'm going to get them. And I take one out and I taste the first bite. It was so sweet. I couldn't run into my husband's office. I was like, taste this. What is this? This is supposed to be healthy. This is not healthy. Taste it. And so he was like, yeah, that's really sweet. He was like, but it's really not that sweet. You just haven't had anything sweet lately except for fruits. And so you've only had natural sugar. So for you, this tastes like your teeth are about to fall out. But for me, it's fine. And I was like, yeah, this is too sweet. So I really started reading the labels of everything. And I started trying to make my own everything. So now I'm like blending everything and put it in a little popsicle sticks. I'm like trying to find a Tupperware thing from back in the day when I was like 10, where you could, make your own popsicle stick.
1: (laughs) I think we have them on Amazon. Okay. The the popsicle forms little thing.
0: (laughs) So like just really realizing that and in my whole mentality is why do I need to go out? Like I can make my own stuff. I can make it how I want to. I don't have to worry about if you're putting something in it, that's not supposed to be in it and I can make it taste how I want it taste. So Mm -hmm.
1: absolutely. Wow. So now there was some, other, what is, what do you feel like, what have you feel is the biggest lesson from this? Like, what do you feel is just like, you were so surprised, I guess, like, wow, like this is the one thing that really sticks out for me.
0: Wow. One thing, I don't know what, I think it, for me, honestly, it has been the correlation with this and my faith of how I asked God to help me And this is I really feel like that's the only way that this has happened, because I swear I had the tip of my tongue like last week I wanted a Chick-fil-A nugget. And I was like, I could taste that Chick-fil-A nugget like right there on my tongue. And I told my husband, he was like, well, did you get it? He's like, you didn't get it, did you? I was like, nope, that's not going to be the food that keeps me healthy. And I really have those conversations It's mental. So I guess that's the biggest thing for me is this mental of what I think I should have or what I think I'm used to having and how. I've been conditioned to believe that this is what's supposed to be good or this is supposed to taste good. And yeah, it's salty, but that doesn't mean it tastes good. It just means it tastes salty or it tastes too sweet for me. And so now my palate is so attuned to anything that is not, I don't want to say, I guess I'm going to say not healthy. Not healthy, that's not good for you. And so the mental piece for me of, yeah, I would eat a whole bag of chips. And now I'm like, mm, I might have like two Pringles, maybe if I'm feeling it. But then I'm like, yeah, I don't even want that anymore. It's mm-hmm. so just really trying to mentally prepare myself for this palate change of, okay, God, I need help. I'm going to eat something new today. And I need you to keep my mind open to receive that is going to be edible and then it can stay down and that I can make it taste good and so like that has been the battles for that weekly each week something new that you Mm. figure out whatever whether it's a fruit whether it's a veggie and the fruits aren't as bad for me um maybe because they're sweet I don't know but I actually have just been blending most of them I'll eat like a piece throughout, throughout the day, I'll eat one piece or maybe two pieces at the time. But usually I try to like make a smoothie out of something. And that's usually like my dessert and I'm not full. So this is so cool. At the end of dinner, I'm not bloated and I'm not feeling like, Oh my God, I gotta go lay down. Like I'm so tired. Like I feel like, okay, I can have a smoothie, Like I'll make a little small little uh, fruit blend and I'll drink that and that's my dessert. Well, now I have a Vitamix and I can make frozen desserts with it. So I can actually have some strawberry ice cream without any ice cream stuff, <laughs> no dairy stuff.
1: <laughs> so we talked about blenders um, when that's been about three weeks ago. I yeah, it about doing. three weeks, yeah. And now you have a better blender than I have. <laughs> Which I think is fabulous. It's hilarious.
0: It. I, you know, I, I was telling you at the start that I put, I bought new pots and pans and I bought a new blender. And so the blender is a professional grade blender that they use at the major coffee chains is what it was said on the, when I was watching the TV show before I bought it. And so I'm unpacking it and it's at this side cup where you can make dry peanut butter and knead bread and like all this stuff. And I'm taking it out and I got all the pots all over the place. And my husband says, are you? opening a food truck all right No. he was like you're doing all this for veggies are you making this
1: vegetable i mean you may have a restaurant someday Who
0: knows what you
1: going. Do? <laughs> it's fascinating because i've what i really appreciate about you is that you're so brutally honest about the challenges but you're just like yeah i'm heading on it's, you're just like a bull ramming the obstacles right you just yeah. obliterate them move on yeah get out of my way i've cut I got blood pressure to (laughs) deal. with.
0: And that's always my focus. Like every time anything I'm thinking about, okay, what is it that I want? I want to be off these pills and I want to stay off these pills. I don't want my blood pressure to be out of control. I want to manage it and I want to manage it with the food. And that was one of the things you told me about your body is being managed by the food versus me managing the food. And it, it has been just unbelievable. I still like wake up. And as I'm in there cooking, I'm like, I cannot believe it. I don't take blood pressure pills anymore. Oh <laughs> my like, gosh, it's all because I'm eating this food. Like, how is that possible? Like, it's so, it's mind blowing to me that that is even possible. And I, and I, I'm saying, like I told my friends, I'm like, it's me. Like, it's not somebody on the internet that you don't know. Like, this is me. It's not somebody you're reading about or seeing. It is me. Like, I did this. Like, you can do it too. Like, if you don't want to be on that med, you don't want to be on those meds. You don't want to do stuff. And I find myself saying, like, we go out to dinner. I did not realize how much my, my social life was wrapped around food. So mm-hmm. everywhere that I've gone with my girlfriends, it's always to a restaurant. But mm. so we're always sitting around eating. And so now they're like, okay, I checked the menu before um, to see if there was anything that you can eat. And, you know, they have this, this and this and or they'll give me like options of where we can go. So it's because they're very considerate of, you know, we know you're trying to do this lifestyle change. So here's some options for you. So it's not just steak and potatoes. It's actually and something other than salad, because my, my motto is I can eat a salad at home. I'm not eating out in public. So figure out something else that I can have. And so everybody's been really good. That's how I got avocado toast introduced to my life. And so, because we went out to a restaurant and they had it. And I still can't make it as good as they made it. I don't know what they put on it, but it was delicious. And I've been trying different stuff. And now I can eat hot stuff. I never could eat spicy food before. Real? What happened when you would eat spicy food? I would get I don't know for sure. I guess this is a doctor's. Oh, no, bring food. it on! Oh, Let's yeah. let them so, know. I would have indigestion and I would get hemorrhoids.
1: Mm. And now, what happens when you eat healthy?
0: Not a thing. Mm. I just wonder drink.
1: why that is. the uh-huh. Yep, and your gut bacteria. You're so and maybe for those who are just listening and watching, he's doing like a little dance. Um, But seriously, this is why I giggle, like, most of the visit. And our visits would go so long, they would actually time out. Like, I would, like, extend the time, extend the time, extend the time. It's like, all right, Dr. Mars, you're done. I'm like, what what just happened here? (laughs) That was how
0: our last visit ended. It was like, what? I was in the middle of listening to this story. I know, I know. know. Sorry, guys.
1: That was so funny. Um, But that was really cool is that you're just, I just, I just love how you're just, head on sharing it? Cause I think a lot of people will resonate with you. Like, you know, a lot of patients, I think they don't want to disappoint me and they'll kind of gloss over this other, but you're just like, mm. um, this isn't working. <laughs> <doesn't> work. And do <laughs> you that. see this, this, I had to throw that off the list last yeah. week. And I'm like, okay.
0: <laughs> I, I'm, all, I'm continually like yesterday I made a big pot of brown rice, got cut off the, I was like, mm. I ate it, but I was like, I'm not making this again. And I did the same thing with that. What's that? Not couscous. What's the other one? Quinoa. And I was like, mm, I don't like that either. So apparently I don't like all the healthy rices <laughs> is what it sounds like. But, you
1: know, there's other stuff. I mean, yeah, for sure. And it's, you know, you, as long as you are getting your oatmeal and whole yeah. grain toast or something in there, yeah. yeah, that's, grains are very good for you.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Maybe just in some future day, uh-huh. add a little bit of rice to a stir fry, just a little. Somewhere
0: like a little that's how I made it. That's how I oh. made the brown rice. That's why I made the brown rice, because my cousin was like, you need to try brown rice instead of white rice when you make your stir-fry. And so my husband likes brown rice, so I go popping up to the store, and I'm like, "Oh yeah, and I made the whole bag, and I'm like, got my new little mm-hmm. five-quart pot that I have, and it rice cooks it, so I cooked it all, and I tasted it, and I was like...
1: Yeah, like, brown ice by itself, yeah, but mix and stir-fry, you didn't like it. It was
0: fine, but it was okay. I could, It's manageable. It's edible. That's my response. It's edible. I ate it, and I have my little three days' worth to eat, and I'm going to eat it. However, <laughs> I'm not going to say I'm never going to cook it again, but I'm just not on board right now.
1: <laughs> that is so funny. Oh, my goodness. So what have you found that your friends are saying? I mean, what were you surprised? Like, did anyone... Besides your girlfriend or your cousin, did the diet with you? Has she seen any benefits? By the way, oh,
0: yeah. she her blood pressure has been lower because she was on blood pressure pills too. And so I've been like, I'm like, you need to go talk to your doctor. You know, see what she says, and so she can tell when it drops and it has been dropping. And she's like, I can't take that whole pill because it's too much. And I'm like, yeah, you got to see your doctor. So she has noticed she's lost some weight. Um, she has uh, the blood pressure is lowered as well, and she's had more energy. So it's been interesting. And she, her actually her whole family. She she'll cook them the regular food and then she'll make her food. And she was like, they're always eating my veggies every time. They're like, oh, I like it. So last night she said they didn't, they had meatless Friday is what they called or whatever day that was, Friday. She said it was meatless Friday. So she made all veggies and they all ate it and they liked it.
1: Oh, so now do you see what's happening? It's a chain of chains. Mm-hmm. It's Okay, it's like these little... It's like these little steps, right? So you have the first step and these are the next step and it's this ripple effect. Right. And that's what's gonna start happening. That is really cool. So now, um, what about your mom? Has she seen anything even with her limited
0: Yeah, uh, it's funny because she was I, I was telling like I was telling you that every time I would even think about like eating meat Something would happen. So like the first time it was like, oh, you you know, you, you're off your pills or well, maybe you could have fish because it's always somebody saying this to me. Oh, maybe you could have fish. You shouldn't have to have. It. And I'm like, yeah, no, no, mom, no eyes. That's the rule.
1: The food can't have a face or come from a face. No mom, right.
0: no, no mom, no eyes. And so they're like, "Oh!" And so anytime I would even think about it, a relative would go in the hospital. So like the first time somebody would say it, and I would kind of be like, "Yeah, no, no, I'm not really supposed to have that." My uncle went in the hospital. Then the next time, "Oh, well, you know, maybe you could try shrimp." Or I'm like, Mm-mm, "No, no meat. No, 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 no." My cousin went in the hospital. Then the next time, it has been a few weeks, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm off my pills and da-da-da-da. And then it was like, my cousin passed away. Then the next time, oh, well, you need to try – why don't you try this? And then uh, my mom went in the hospital. So that's where we started. She went in the hospital – um, it was heart-related, and they got her out. Her blood pressure was really high. Um, they got it all managed. Well, then she was she had to come and stay at my house. Well, guess what she had to eat, because guess what Riva cooks every day? She cooks plant-based at her house, ask her husband, because she's like sick of eating plants all day, but he's doing it. He's on board. He is a good cheerleader, so she had to do it, and so literally, I would cook for her. I would cook her morning. I would do her snack. I would do her lunch. I would do her snack. I would do her dinner. She would have a snack, and she would go to bed. So she was eating it. She was under protest for a few days, but she got used to it. And so she did it for about two weeks. Then she had to go home. And so then it was... I just can't take all this time to cook all this stuff. And, and I said, but you got to cook. You got to cook anyway. So why not cook something that's not going to take a whole long time? And the veggies don't take that long to cook and you can stir fry them. You can bake them. You can roast them, however. And so we've, we have these constant conversations about it. So she actually lost weight and she got down to, what did she tell me she was at this week? Cause she started a challenge at the gym. I think she said she was at one eighty six, and she was at like 210 when she was with me oh, wow. before she got in the hospital so mm-hmm. she this food thing is really making me lose weight and I, I was like well you wanted to lose weight and she was like yeah but I want to eat some food I'm like well you're eating you just have to really be careful and so what I'm noticing is like I try to have my colorful plate right and so that's one of the things she and I always talk about is you can't just have like one veggie And then a starch, you have to have like two or three veggies in a starch or something like that. You have to build it because you're not eating that meat. And the meat is what filled you up and made you swollen. So you have to eat the other stuff. And so she's just used to having like three things on her plate. Well, when I cook, I'm like, you got greens, you got Brussels sprouts, you got corn, you got this. Like I'm it's a whole array. You got corn, you got carrots, you have a whole bunch of stuff on the plate with a little bit of starch on the side. And so I'm measuring everything and and so she has a hard time with that. But I'm very rigid, as she would call me, a warden nurse is what my name was. She's not like that, right? So she's like free spirit. I don't wanna have to do that. And I'm like If you want to lose this weight, you got to do this. If you want to be healthy, you have to do this. And so that personality trait, I think, has really helped me in this whole process of being dedicated to this lifestyle change, knowing that when I go out to eat with people, they can eat whatever they want to eat. That's fine. And I make my choice of what I want to eat. And just for Father's Day, for example, my father-in-law invited us out to dinner. We go to this very popular restaurant here locally that has an all-you-can-eat meal of every kind of... meat that you can imagine cooked every type of way that you can imagine it and I get there and they have all this food spread out all over the table and I look down at them and they look at me and I get my little menu and I say so I see you have vegan options I looked on your menu before I came and he was like oh we have a fabulous salad but I don't want a salad I don't eat salads out in public What else? and he was like oh we have all these veggies and I'm like okay great he was like but you gotta be really careful because some of them are cooked in pork And I look at him and I say, okay, thanks for that information. And my husband looks at me, I get in my purse and I politely get a napkin. I spread it out on the plate. I get my apple, I get my almond butter and I get my almonds and I proceed to eat. And they all look down at me and they're like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm not eating anything here because I don't know how it was cooked and I don't want to add something to my diet that I haven't been eating. So I'm going to eat my apple and I'm going to eat my almond butter and I'm going to eat my nuts. And then when I get home, I'm going to eat my dinner. I'm fine. Eat your meat. Have a good time. <laughs>
1: <laughs> because that probably saved you. Cause if it had a salt in it, if it had oil, I mean, you would have not felt well. Right. Exactly. Do you want to talk a little bit about Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that's really important because people are saying, Oh, this is vegan or plant-based and it's not necessarily healthy. So what happened? Someone yes. came and cooked yes. so and they said, uh, we
0: some things for you. Oh my gosh, we bought some new pots, and so they had a cooking demonstration. And so, um, the young lady made a meal for it. She made a stir fry because I told her I really like stir fry and I wanted to see how to make it in the actual pots. And so, she brings this amino stuff over, I don't even remember what it was called. And she was like, right. Oh,
1: amino acids,
0: yeah, yeah amino acids. She's like, Oh, everybody uses it that's vegan that I know, and it's really good. It's made from veggies and any other So, she puts it on and she cooks it. I eat, she leaves, not 45 minutes later, my head is throbbing, like mm-hmm. I, like right here, I'm like holding my head, like, oh my gosh, my eyeball's about to pop out, like, what is going on? So I get my blood pressure cuff off, and I take my blood pressure, it's 141 over 101. I went crazy. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm about to die, how did my blood pressure get this high? What is going on? Salt. I, it's the salt, and I go in, I look at the back of the package, there's so much sodium there, and I haven't been doing sodium, so... So people who are doing sodium, yes, that's a great alternative for them, but it's not a good alternative for me because I don't do salt anymore. And right. so I, I still have like those little 12.5 blood pressure pills because I swear I was having a stroke that night. So I go and I take a pill. I'm like, I'm just going to lay in the middle of the bed. I'm going to meditate and I will pray and ask God to keep me safe and not die in the middle of the night from eating all this salt. So, but
1: what's interesting is your blood pressure before, even on medications, was that high. You had none of those ill effects with the with the with the headache. But now you're off the pills, normalized blood pressure, and it goes up 20 points and you're having
0: headaches. Yes. Isn't it, that body, interesting? And I noticed like my body is very sensitive to everything now. It's sensitive mm-hmm. to light, it's sensitive to cold, it's sensitive to noise, it's sensitive to food, like everything is highlighted in in me since I've done this and it's been so interesting because I'm, I'm like oh, oh that's too loud oh no, I don't like that oh that, it's too cold like everything is so highlighted and it's just so intense with the sensitivity level but the food thing anytime I eat something like if it, it's like Mm-mm, too much salt oh no too sweet it's automatic it's no in between I'm like oh can't eat that or even if I try to take a bite of something I'm like yeah no that's too sweet I can't have sweet. it now Yeah. You have a
1: heightened sensitivity. Like Um, your senses are like alive now.
0: They are like no more. And it's so the first time I ate a blueberry since I started this, as I didn't eat blueberries, I put it in my mouth and it like burst. And I was like, oh, that's a blueberry. Blueberry tastes like that. Oh my gosh. Like I can taste everything. I can taste I feel like I can taste dirt now. Like, honestly, when I'm chewing something, I'm like, I can taste the ground that this was grown in. Like,
1: that's really interesting, right? Though, so what would be interesting is you buy uh, organic tomatoes maybe from like a farmer's market, and then you eat something like from the grocery store. It does, this just doesn't compare the color, right? So the colors are more intense, the flavor. I mean, the, the grocery store tomatoes are like bland and nothing, but if you go to a farmer's market and you buy these, ah, oh, you yeah. got to find these. I found these. They're chocolate tomatoes. That's what they're called.
0: Okay, I'm going write it down because you know that's not on my list. That's not on my list.
1: You're going to have to find these. They're delicious. And then the peaches that are growing right now, oh my goodness, we have a little farmer's market not far from us, literally walking distance. Oh my goodness. But yeah, they're called chocolate tomatoes. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't even okay. know how you describe the taste. They're just, a, they're a darker reddish brown color, but boy, they're delicious. Really?
0: Okay. So I have to, I, cause I got, the little ones got off the list. So we'll have to see. You, if little, you got rid of your little the t- cherry, the cherry tomatoes did not make the cut. Were I know. those
1: Were those like organic? I don't know farmers. If you can't, you can't, you can't judge a tomato if you buy it from a regular grocery store.
0: Okay. Well, and I joined a co-op, and I did that for a week, oh, and okay. I, it was just so much food, and I couldn't because it's only two of us, and, and yeah. he's eating it, but you know, he's not you know eating. What? it was so much so I then I started going to um, one of the local health they're not health food stores they're just not the normal chains and so I started the natural ones and so we do have some farmers markets but I know that when I get them from there I have to cook it quickly like I can't hold on to stuff so that's Mm -hmm. something that I've learned over this journey like when I get it from somewhere other than like a normal chain grocery store it's shelf life is like two to three days and so and I'll talk to the people there and I'm like hey I've never had red leaf lettuce before you know can you tell me a little bit about it. Have you ever had it before? What does it taste like? And so I'm like quizzing the people at the grocery store now asking all kinds of questions about them because I've never had it. And so I'm looking it up online saying, Hey, what is this like? And does it taste like something else? Is it better? Cause I don't want anything bitter. And so I red leaf lettuce got introduced the other day and it was good.
1: Now with the kale, are you using the baby kale or are you using? I know baby
0: you kale? told me about the baby kale, and so honestly, I have not found baby kale. But the baby beef... kale is everywhere,
1: like at every yeah. grocery store I've ever been to. I
0: haven't gotten it yet. It's even at Walmart. Oh, wow. I never go to Walmart. All right, oh. you got. Oh
1: well, I'm just saying. <laughs> it, okay, if you go, it's in the bag section or the the. Okay. It'll be in like a plastic. Um, oh box yeah,
0: well, well, and I'm, the bags. But I've gotten on board with the curly one.
1: Yeah, but I'm I'm just I'm preferable to baby kale because it's not bitter.
0: Okay, so yeah, bit.
1: but some people have a bitter taste, but like my my middle kiddo does, and he's not a big fan of like curly kale. Mm.
0: But yeah, well, I I did the curly kale and I baked it and made kale chips with it, and that was yummy. Mm, and I, and yeah. Smoked paprika has been my new best friend. I don't, I never ate that before, but apparently
1: I like smoked paprika. It's really strong. So It doesn't take much.
0: Yeah. Not at all. So yeah. So yeah. That's,
1: yeah. Very nice. Very yeah. nice. Is there anything else physically that has improved what besides that? the clarity, your energy, which you already had a <laughs> lot before. I can, for your poor <laughs> husband. And
0: <laughs> oh my people at work are like, what is wrong with you? Like, what are you doing? And I don't drink coffee. And so I'm always like here and everybody else is like here, like Monday mornings I'm walking. I'm like, good morning everybody. And they're like, The morning people are here. The rest of us aren't here yet. I need a cup of coffee. But I I really feel energized, and I feel, like, um, just not bloated, like, at all. I've lost, like, like, you don't know. Like, you people don't know me, but I was, like, really fat, like, right here. Like, my mom sent me a picture of us in 2016, and, like, my face was, like, here. And Mm -hmm. my neck was, like, here. And she was, like, look how fat we were. I was like... (laughs)
1: But if you think about it, I mean, you've lost 18 pounds since I started working with you and you need 10 pounds, but that's 28 pounds probably from that picture.
0: Absolutely. So that's crazy. I was like, wow. And so whenever I, different things, like I said, I had to ride 10. So this has been crazy. So I walked in the other day and I leaned down and kissed my husband. He was like, look how skinny your neck is. I was like, I know. Isn't it skinny? And I came in from work Friday and I was, I walked up to him and he was like, where's your body? Like half of your body's gone.
1: (laughs) Like, and that is and your skin glows. I, know. Like, I mean, there I know. has been some you're so <laughs> okay. sort always looking forward I was like, ooh, Ru is on the schedule today. We're gonna be giggling
0: I got giggling <laughs> all through the appointment. <laughs> honestly, like just I can't even describe just honestly just how different everything is though. But just the conversations that I have with food now are If someone saw me would probably think I was crazy, but I don't care because I know that mentally I have to have this conversation and even to like get past stuff. So my hairstylist and I were talking about food and she was like, you totally need to make a blog for people who don't like vegetables. And I was like, yeah, because... You know, I'm, I'm learning how to eat them, but it's not something that I ate. And so we actually had a conversation about what, what do you remember about vegetables? Like, and she was like, oh, my gosh, I remember sitting at the table and being forced to eat them that I couldn't get up. And I couldn't get up until I finished them. And I said, so let's, let's flip that and let's think about they were trying to make you healthy they weren't punishing you to eat the vegetables. They were trying to get you to eat right. I said, and she was like, well, I didn't really think about it like that. I said, so let's let's flip that and think about, so now that you're an adult, you had an aversion to different veggies, let's figure out how you can try to introduce one veggie. I said, "You everybody can't go cold turkey like I did or cold tofu, as uh, they say on that video I was watching. You can't go cold turkey. I can go cold turkey with anything because I am the personality of I'm either in or I'm out. I can't be happy halfway. That's just who I am as a person. Because if I say I can eat meat on Monday, Wednesday, and then I eat it on Thursday too, and then it's like, oh, well, I'll make it up next week. Yeah. So I either need to not do it or I need to do it. Everybody doesn't have that personality. But for me, I had to go cold turkey. I had to take everything out of the refrigerator. I had to take all my dairy back to the grocery store. You know, I just personally had to do that because that's just who I am. And I think when you know that about yourself and what your um, your temptations are what's going to tempt you to not do what you need to do. That is part of this battle as well. Because if you know potato chips are your thing, like, okay, so learn how to make potato chips. Like, learn, like, to me, it's like take the potato, slice it really thin, and put it in the oven. Go, mm-hmm. no, you still get the crunch, or find something that still gives you a crunch. So, when I want crunchy things, I'll eat nuts or I'll eat an apple, and I'll still have that same mental crunch that I would normally have with a bag of chips that I would eat. And sometimes I'm just like, you know what? I'm just eating a chip today. Okay. Whatever. Let's eat a chip. Mm-hmm. But you don't eat the whole bag and you don't eat every single thing. You know, I'm trying to get to the point where I'm like totally oil free and I haven't gotten to that, but I have improved so much that I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm celebrating. And I think people don't, Recognize what they've changed and don't highlight what and celebrate what they've done. They just beat themselves up on what they haven't done. So let's think about: Well, I made a change, okay? So now, if, when I'm looking at the potato chip bag, I'm looking like, okay, what kind of oil is it fried in, and uh, is it how many so how much sodium is it? Oh, is that going to be worth? To, so everything for me is: is it worth? Am I going to, is this worth be dying for? That's my question. And so they, my family laughs every time I say that. I'm like, is this worth my, is this like my last meal? Is this worth my last meal? So mm-hmm. my anniversary was July 9th and I was reading How Not to Die. That's by one, Dr. Greger. Yeah, by Dr. Greger. And so one of the things he talked about was your last meal that we eat, like it's our last meal. And so he was like, well, what would you eat at your last meal? So my husband and I have this conversation. I was like, honey, you know, I got to figure out um, what to eat. It's our anniversary. I know we're going to go out to dinner. And if this was my last meal, what would I eat? So we talked about this for like four hours. <laughs> four hours. And he said, We were laying in the bed and he said, Babe, hey, just make a decision. Like we've been talking about this for hours. Just decide what you want to eat. And I was like maybe I want Chick-fil-A. He was like, who gets Chick-fil-A for that last meal? I'm somebody who hasn't had Chick-fil-A in three months is the person who gets Chick-fil-A, who ate Chick-fil-A like four days a week normally. So he was like, well, I would think that you would want a steak. And I was like, yeah, no. I said, maybe a piece of bacon. He was like, that's going to go too fast. Like We're literally having this conversation. And so we go to bed. I wake up the next day, all day, I'm pondering, what am I gonna eat for my last meal? What am I gonna eat for my last meal? So seven o'clock, he comes home and we're getting ready to go to dinner. And he's like, Have you figured out what you want to eat? And I'm looking at him and I'm like, Did you eat something already? He was like, Yeah. I said, Well, I already ate my veggies. I want dessert. And he looked at me, he's like, That's what you want for your last meal. I was like, That is going to be what I eat today. So if I die tonight, we are getting cheesecake and a piece of chocolate cake, and we're gonna share it. And so we went to the restaurant. I said, all we're eating is dessert. I got a piece of cheesecake. We got a piece of chocolate cake. And we sat there and we ate it. And I had four glasses of water with it. Because I was like, it's going to kill me. I'm probably going to die tonight. Probably good and flushed. I got home. I was fine. And I haven't had anything like that since. And he was like, that's what you chose for your last meal? And I'm like, yeah. I mean, so like really mentally, what do I want to eat? Like these are the foods that are going to make me healthy these are the foods that are not. So what do you make the choice to do? So that's
1: what I am right now on this journey. That's amazing. So that is, those are some really important things to highlight, right? So when you're deciding what you're going to do regardless of what everyone else says or thinks, right? So you're in control. You don't care what other people are saying you're doing. And that's how we should all be about that, right? Because when we take this on, it's for our ourselves, because now look at you and the advantages you have. You have more energy. So you're more attentive at work. Not that you didn't have energy before, but more energy. Your focus is better. So you're a better employee. You're probably more responsive to your husband, more alert in relationships. I mean, you feel better. You're going to live longer. You can be around longer, Lord willing, everything else goes good. You know, those are the things that you look forward to doing. I mean, wow. That's, I mean, these are some very positive things because you've taken care of yourself. You can do more for others too.
0: And I have three jobs now and I've never had three jobs in my entire life. I've always only had one job. So I was a teacher my whole life and I was always a teacher. And then for the summers, I would like get a summer part-time job. And then I started working at um, Apple part-time before I was, I've been going through this whole transformation. So part of my transformation, it started with the spiritual transformation. So now I'm on the physical transformation part. And so I took off a whole year from work and I was working part-time at Apple. That's how I got connected with you, with my insurance, with, um, Doctor on demand, and so I start. I kept that job because the benefits are so good, and I'm like, I'm not leaving that job. Well, I started teaching again this year, and so I was like, okay, but I also have a small business, and so Mm -hmm. all three things. So normally, I just told my husband Fridays would always be: I get off work and I get in the bed for like three hours and take a nap. Mm -hmm. I left work Friday and I worked till ten o'clock at Apple, and I was fine.
1: Wow! And see, that's the type of energy we should have
0: and exactly. everybody's like we're waiting to see when you're gonna crash because we can't believe that you have three jobs and I'm like yeah I can't believe it either but it really has made me just very attuned to my time so like how I spend it cho- how I choose to spend my time so everything for me right now is about choice so I'm not gonna sit and watch tv for three hours I'm not gonna be on social media for 45 minutes like I literally have a timer and it sets and I'm like okay this is how much so- social media time I get per day and once, once that's done if I didn't get to your feed, I'm sorry but that's it. That the to cut off and I'm done. I know every Saturday I get up at 7 a.m. I go to the grocery store. I buy all my stuff. I cook until 11 o'clock so I can have all my stuff. I pack it all up so I'll be ready for the week. I know that's what I have to do to make sure that I'm prepared to do what I need to do. Everybody's not willing to make that commitment. And it is a commitment. It's a commitment, but it's a commitment for me and my health. And that's the choice that I decided to make. And a lot of people aren't willing to do that. But yeah, it's easy to go through the drive through Absolutely. That's why it's called fast food. It's convenient to go through and get it. And you don't have to spend the time. But for me, I would rather just do the upfront work and prep and then just have what I need throughout the week. And I can just go in the refrigerator. I bought new bowls. They're really pretty. Like, I spent a lot of money doing this whole thing. I don't know where I've been, what is happening. But I bought little pretty bowls and little containers and everything. I got bags and I'm pulling things out. And But I know each day when I wake up in the morning, All I have to do is pull my stuff out and put it right in my lunchbox and I'm good.
1: Wow. That's awesome. I mean, so there's so much we can unpack from that. So basically one, you're like, yeah, some people don't want to make that commitment, but I think they don't realize what they're missing, right? Because on the other side of the bit of extra work that you're doing in the beginning is really the benefits that you can't even begin to fathom because we're so used to being ill. We're used to this normal life is just like existing. It's not thriving, right? It's not having the energy to do all those things. Cause I know as I get closer to 50, <laughs> it paints a lot. I'm like, I probably live more than half my lifespan, right? I better make sure these last bits are, <laughs> you know what I mean? So I'm like, I really need to focus on that. Yeah. And so that's really important because I want to be around cause you know, I've got a children- getting married now and you know they're growing and finishing college going to medical school. i want to be there and be the healthy grandma on the floor playing with them and going and running the 5k or doing something like that so someone you know that's that's the type of thing that's so very very important
0: yeah it's interesting to even just think about like the choices that you make every day, like to just get up, what do you choose to do with your day, period. Well, you know, you got to go to work, That like that's given. And so people would say to me, oh my gosh, you're doing that plant-based, but it's so expensive to eat healthy. And I'm like, so it's expensive to me. Like, I don't want to give my money, I, no offense, Walgreens, I love you, but I don't want to give you any more money to pay for those pills that I've been on for over 20 years that I've had to give $30 every month for that, right? I, mm-hmm. I just personally don't want to do that anymore. I want to go to Walgreens and I want to get some water. I want to get whatever I'm going to get, but I don't want to have to get pills. Mm-hmm. So there's $30 that just got added into my grocery bill. But when I literally go every week, I might spend $40 and that's if I'm being adventurous. Like if I'm trying new stuff that I've never had before, or I'm adding something different and I'm okay with that. Cause normally my budget for food was like $170 for the month. And so, I'm okay with that. Like, what are you gonna do? But I, and it goes back to choice, though. Like, you can say that you don't want to make that choice, but why not? Okay, don't so get a pack
1: out. Let's back that up. You're you're feeding yourself and your husband on forty dollars a week. Yeah. Okay, so you got to start a blog. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna tell you this right now. You need to start a blog if you're feeding two people on forty dollars a week. A healthy, whole food, plant-based diet, because people think that's expensive, that eating plant-based, it's way cheaper, because meat and dairy, one, are expensive, two, the medications are expensive, your future, you're borrowing from your future every time you you eat something unhealthy, right? Right. That's how I look at it. Oh, I
0: like that.
1: But you really need to focus on sharing your message. One, you're very engaging. Number two, you have a lot of information just in the last four months, but it's this mind thing, you've got to, I mean, you really should, and I'm sure everyone listening would agree.
0: I appreciate that, yeah. Well, my, my hairstylist wants me to start a blog called, uh, what is it? You uh, uh, What is it? Being a vegan for people who hate vegetables or something crazy. Like
1: Some, that something to that degree is like, so you want to eat vegetables? You need yeah. to hate them. Oh, this is how you do it.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's, really, it's but it's really interesting just to see that whole... Just this whole process, like, it has been eye-opening. It's been enlightening of, oh, my gosh. So even on the days, and it's not a lot of days. Like, I haven't had a lot of days where I felt like, oh, I just wish I could just go and just eat something. Like, I had it last week. I had it, like, probably, I think maybe over this whole time. It's probably maybe three times where I felt like, oh, I'm sick of just cooking all this stuff. I could just go and get, you know, go to somewhere and just get something. But I, and then I think, okay, but when I go somewhere, I'm always looking at that costs $10. You know how many bags of whatever I can get for $10? Mm-hmm. Like, that is always my mentality of, okay, I'm, I'm getting this avocado toast at this really fancy hoity-toity restaurant, and it was like $13. And so I look at my girlfriend, I'm like, you know how many avocados I can buy for $13? And she was like, I know, I know, but it's just the ambiance, and we could just spend some time together. I was like, okay, that's the only reason I'm here, because $13, I can get a whole thing of avocados and some bread, two things of bread. And she was like, <laughs>
1: But now that's a really good tip that you're sharing here. So what you've done is you're like, so you're having a craving or a thought, what you do is you write it out and you imagine what is the outcome that's going to occur? And are you okay with that future outcome?
0: And mm-hmm. I put everything in this this journal. It, like when I'm struggling, like I made some tacos for the first time, and I used black beans and yellow rice, and what else did I put? I put lettuce, and I had the tortilla chip thing, and I had and I was and I took a bite into it, and I wrote, "This needs cheese. Like tacos need cheese." And so I have a, a Facebook page that I have with some friends called Team Healthy, and we were going, and I wrote, "Tacos need cheese," and I put hashtag no dairy, and so. I was like and I remember telling you and you were like try avocado and it changed my life like I'm like eating tacos all the time now with avocado on it and I don't miss the cheese but it's like you don't know like what because I have texture issues so I'm like Mm. I need something here and I need like that I want to like that's too mushy or I don't like this and I like that and so really just trying to figure out like anytime I would have an issue and I would say oh Dr. Marvis I can't believe I did," it you would always give me like oh why don't you try this and I would write it down and I would try it I'm like oh! okay, that worked. That was really, that was helpful.
1: But that just comes from experience. So now you have all these experience. That's just from me learning one from other people, from personal experience, having children that were like, this isn't working. And it's like, <laughs> well, what can I do? So, you know, that just comes with experience in six months, in a year, you'll have pretty much, I'm sure have encompassed all, if not most, any thoughts or the foods and stuff like that. I mean, honestly, it, and then it's just like, well, I've been doing this my whole life. It, you can't remember not doing it. Honestly, I, I struggle to remember what we did before.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, it's, it's really neat because I don't – like, my husband doesn't pressure me to cook meat or anything. So he's been really good. Like, when I make this smoothie – like, the first day I made the spinach, I put the spinach in. So one of the guys at church was like – so we would start with spinach. He was like, don't start with kale because they drink this green drink every Sunday. And he's always like – harassing me, like putting it in my face saying, you need to drink this. I'm like, dude, that's dirt. Like I'm not drinking. That. And <laughs> so he was like, but if she would have started me out like this, like I wouldn't have been able to do it. He was like, just try, just put a handful of spinach in your smoothie and see how you can do it. So mm-hmm. I was I, that was my goal. The one I'm going to do it. Steven said, try it. So I took the spinach, I bought it, put it in and I said, Lord, please don't let it be green. I can't drink it if it's green. It's just a mental block. I can't drink green drinks. So just, Lord, don't let it be green. Sure enough, it was purple because of the blueberries. Mm -hmm. I was so excited. So I tasted it and I was like... I didn't taste the spinach. Oh my gosh. So I go and I pour some for my husband. I go into this office. I'm like, Hey babe, taste this. It has spinach in it. And so he drinks it. He was like, Oh, you can't even, t-. he doesn't care. He likes all vegetables. Did not know that because I didn't cook them. So you, cook, you ate what I cooked. So when I get this list of all the veggies, he's like, Oh yeah, I eat that. I eat that. I just don't eat this. I'm like, oh, okay, whatever. That's so we so drink funny. the spinach. So now I'm doing the spinach at least, sometimes four times, or at least three days a week, I'm doing the spinach smoothie. Mm-hmm. And so it has been very eye-opening just to just try different stuff. And that's the piece I think people just have to be open. Like you have to say, like, I don't say, oh, I don't like that, which I normally would have said, oh, I don't like that. Now I say, hmm. So I'm not sure. I haven't tried it yet. So I may like it. I may not like it, but I just don't know yet. So yet has been like a new word in my vocabulary that was like it before.
1: Yet. I don't know if I like it yet. And that's that's a great way to approach life, right? I don't know. Maybe I will like that. I just don't know yet.
0: Yeah, you don't know. You never know until you try it. So honestly, that has been a, a true model for me of once a week, something new, and sometimes more than one thing happens in my week that I'm not aware of. It just, just so happens I'm somewhere and I'm like, oh, I'll try that too. Well, why don't I try this too? And so, and even just with nuts, like all I ate my whole life was like sunflower seeds, uh, almonds and pistachio nuts, like it, it, maybe cashews every once in a while. So now I'm trying new nuts, which I never had before. And hmm. I never ate beans. Like that was not even on the list. Green beans were the only bean I ever ate. And so now I'm like cooking lentils. I made lentils for the first time. Working that out still, I got to get the seasoning right for that. Um, but I didn't cross them off the list. And my mom loves lentils, so that's not an issue. So she'll eat any ones that I don't want. They always eat everything. They're like, oh, that was good. I'm like, I don't like that. Um, just <laughs> introducing different beans. Yes. Like black beans. And um, I've been doing, um, what, uh, uh, cannellini? Cannellini, is that what mm-hmm. um, Yeah. Chickpeas apparently is a staple of a vegan diet. So I had to introduce myself to chickpea. Um, you
1: have to try some uh, roasted chickpeas.
0: I did. That was the first oh, thing I made. There you go. I mean, and I have. I had everybody trying it because that was like the first thing I cooked. It was the girl. Uh, what is her blog? It does it taste like chicken?
1: I don't. I don't know. You probably know more blogs than I do at yeah, this It
0: was a. Uh, that's how I found it. I think it was called. A, it doesn't taste like chicken, and um, <laughs> it was so funny. She's hilarious, and her dog is named Chickpea, so it's hilarious. Okay, that's and funny. So she made the roasted chickpeas, and so I said oh, I'm going to try it. So I had my dad was eating, so my husband was eating. So my dad's like, "These taste like beer nuts at the bar," and I'm like, "Really." I don't know what those, I've never had that before, but they were good. They were tasty. And so, just I am a person who's used to eating things over time. So, what I know now is I have to eat things quicker. Like, I, because the stuff that I make, you can't hold it for a week. You got to eat it in two days or three days. So, really, Mm. just the first time I started, it was okay, I can make it. I would cook on Sundays and then I would cook again on Wednesdays. And so mm-hmm. now I've gotten it to where I cook and freeze and then just pull out. And so like, mm-hmm. you just have to... like, I'm And I actually was trying to figure out how I was going to balance this because I wasn't working full-time before. So now mm-hmm. I'm working full-time and I don't get off until four. And so really trying to balance. And then some days I go straight to Apple afterwards and so then I don't get off till nine. So then I have mm-hmm. to pack a double lunch because I don't want to not have the food when I get somewhere and it's like, right. I don't have any food. And so just so now I have lovely little packets that are frozen at the bottom and I have one for the daytime and one for the night with my two different meals in it and it really is about prep for me and I mean I'll tell anybody like you can't just it can't be haphazard it has to be very thoughtful and it has to be you put the thought into it in advance and do the prep work because if you don't you open your refrigerator and there's nothing in there.
1: Mm-hmm. Even though there's stuff in there, but it's not what you're wanting because you didn't yeah. really
0: Cause you didn't cook it. Because who wants to just look at a, a head of cauliflower and uh, like, yeah, what am I gonna do with that? <laughs> I can't take that.
1: Although I did tell you about that the Healthy Blender Recipes website. You guys got to check this out. There's this cauliflower leek. Have you had leeks yet? I have not had leeks Oh, you got to take this! This is soup. It's like a 10-minute um, soup recipe. And now with your fancy Vitamix. I was going to say, it'll be less uh, than that. <laughs> it'll be less than that. It took me like that long because I have apparently the old school. My husband's be like, why did you buy another Vitamix? I'm like,
0: she me I yeah, I'm just saying it was it was a good purchase. <laughs> it can make dry and it makes hot. It makes ice cream. It makes That's soups. Makes hot soups. It can do that. So I can have that cauliflower leek soup in no time.
1: You're gonna be amazing. So one. So before we end here, tell me one bit of advice you would give to someone who's starting this journey.
0: Mm, one piece of advice. Let's see. I would tell you to. Just do it. Just Don't it. think about it. Don't analyze it. Just make one small step, even if it's just not eating meat or dairy one time a day. Like just cut it out one time a day. And then as you progress, try two times a day and don't add it to, if you can't go cold turkey, cold tofu or cold, cold turkey, tofurky. Cold tofurky. if you can't go cold turkey, try to just start with just one meal a day. And then go from there and try to just adjust your palate and just, I mean, honestly, it really is a palate adjustment. My mom sent me some research um, over the weekend and she was like, there's an article about how you can train your palate and why your palate is how it is. Mm-hmm. And it's because of all the things that you've eaten and you think you have to have salt and you think you have to have sugar. So just try one thing, like just try one thing, try to stop doing that and don't focus on what you can't do focus on what you can. Cause that was the biggest thing for me. I can't have pancakes. I can't have butter. I can't have this. And then one day I was like, I can't, I can't think about what I can't have. I need to start focusing on what I can have. Exactly. So, exactly.
1: Yeah. You have got it all wrapped up and now you're drug free and skinny.
0: <laughs>
1: I wasn't even trying to be skinny. <laughs> That's the best.
0: Yeah, <laughs> it is good. I'm happy. Yeah. The girl told me yesterday at church, she was like, You look like you just vanished and you're like you're 25. I said, I'm 47 and a half. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Make it happen.
1: <laughs> I wish people, okay, those who are listening, she's doing it her dance and her posing is, oh my God, it's so funny. I love it. You are a rock star and thank you so much for agreeing to be on my show. Thank you you so
0: much for your help in this journey, because if, if you had not been placed in my life right now, I would still be eating things that were not healthy for me and that are not going to make me healthy.
1: Well, you know, the, you and I both agree as people of faith that how that happened. So I'm just the messenger and I'm just happy to be a part here, part of the journey. So it has really nothing to do with me. But yeah. thank you. You rock. And thank you, everyone, for listening. And thank you for sharing your story.
0: Absolutely. Thank you for the invitation. Bye, everybody. Bye,
1: guys.